This is WSFI Spotlight, a conversation with Catholics living in the light. Well, hello and welcome to the special edition of WSFI Spotlight. I'm your host, Angela Tomlinson. We're broadcasting on WSFI Catholic Radio 88.5 FM and WNDZ 750 AM Portage, Indiana. So with us today, we we have a situation that is developing at St. Bede Catholic School in Ingleside. It's been a wonderful Catholic school for 65 years. Everyone is banding together in that parish in a manner that I have never seen before. And with us today are four people that are representing this school are here to talk to you about the situation and to give you the wonderful opportunity to be a part of this great victory that Our Lady's planning for Catholic education. So with us today is no stranger to WSFI Catholic Radio, Father Michael Grezik, the associate pastor, or has been the associate pastor of Our Lady of the Lakes Parish from 2018 to 2023, and he's currently at St. James in Arlington Heights. He has been on many share We've heard his wonderful conversion story. We're so happy that he is a on-fire Catholic priest, and he's here to fight this cause. We also have the principal of the school. Her name is Mrs. Lynn Strutzel. She is no stranger to our listeners. She's done a remarkable job at Carmel Catholic High School for a number of years was with St. Joseph's Catholic School in Libertyville, Illinois, and now she's here at St. Bede Catholic School to provide a Catholic education so badly needed in this time. Leading the the helm here is Tina Ludsky. Tina is the athletic director, a 1995 graduate. She's a parent of three alumni and one current student, and she has her daughter Susan with her, who is a 2020 graduate and she is a senior at Carmel Catholic High School and she's the initiator of Saving St. Bede School which has a GoFundMe page. So Father, before we get started, would you be willing to lead us all in a prayer? Absolutely, absolutely. So we just uh, ask for the intercession of Our Lady Guadalupe as we come together to um, greet all of your listeners. And so let's begin. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for all the many blessings you've given us in our lives, especially the gift of our faith. Help us to go deeper, help us to love you more, and to love our, our Blessed Mother, your Mother, our Heavenly Mother in Heaven. And so we ask for her intercession to wrap her mantle on all of us here, um, all of our listeners, to always bring us closer to your sacred heart. And so may God bless this conversation in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, good morning. This is Lynn Strussel, and I feel honored and privileged to be here to share my insights into St. Bede and to ask you for your support of what I see as a wonderful Catholic school. Having worked in Catholic education for over 43 years, I have a good sense of what makes a a good school. Immediately upon coming to St. Bede's last year, I recognized that we had a gem. We serve a diverse population. We serve the underserved. And uh, we were allowed to do that because of the support we had from the tax credit scholarships, enabling many students to attend our school who otherwise could not. My uh, Those listeners out there who have had the privilege of Catholic education understand that we do what can't be done in the public sector. We provide a holistic education. Academic excellence isn't even a, a question. 
we are a blue ribbon school of excellence but beyond that all the studies show and as a matter of fact uh, the archdiocese just released a, the latest national study that catholic schools in general excel academically across the country and so the mind is formed the body where excellent our athletic director is here and she runs runs a outstanding athletic program that enables the kids beyond their physical education classes to work on that uh, part of their themselves that needs options and opportunities in team sports the most important piece of what we do the part that can't be done in the public sector is the spiritual formation when you take a look at the situation that, in which the children are living nowadays and their access through social media uh, to things that uh, adults can barely handle, and they are coming to school in an environment that is reminding them day in and day out through the religion classes, but woven throughout the entire program of the fact that they are loved by God and that they are never alone. They are never alone. They are also reminded of the fact that the gifts, and each of them has gifts, are here to have an impact on the world of their great value uh, as a human being. And in this time, when in this age groups, as they get you know through sixth grade up through eighth grade and will continue into high school for a while, the uh, struggle with self-esteem but the verification that they have been marked by God with greatness in the gifts that they carry into the world. Uh, so they are loved and of great value, that they are never alone, and that they can make a difference. And that, to me, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is the essential component of um, Catholic education and at St. Bede's that makes us worth fighting to keep them alive and it, it, we ask you to consider helping us stay alive serving in uh, northern lake county where st peter's has already been closed in antioch st joe's and around lake uh, if we close st bede's there will not be anything in that section of lake county to serve the parents who want to provide that catholic education for their children so i thank you for hearing us and for any consideration that you ca you can give to making a difference in our keeping the school open. Our target goal is f 400000 In this first week, we've been able to raise $115,599 to be exact. So you're trying to raise 400000 as I understand it. You're 25% there. How did this come about and what, what is the deadline that we're looking at? Well, on, uh, <laughs> after the uh, celebrating Our Lady of Guadalupe at Mass, we came back to school and we had a meeting scheduled with the Archdiocese for a check-in on uh, the progress we were making in our three-year plan that we had. At that meeting is when we were told that uh, we had to have $400,000 in cash in hand by January 26th in order to have a chance of opening for the next school year. The reason for that was we had an existing debt for this school year 
and projecting the next year without the tax credit scholarships, the combination of that would be 400000 This would allow us to pay off the debt from this year and to securely get through next year um, monetarily of, of how this came about. We were t- taken off guard in the short timeline, but I have to say our parents and Susan here as a former student jumped into action very quickly. And you were in the school administration, trying to organize ourselves, create a plan, making contact with a fundraising consultant and uh, with contacts we had that of uh, big donors that could possibly make a big difference here. But up to this point, it has been our parents um, and their contributions and the parishioners at Our Lady of the Lakes who have gotten to this point of being over 25% toward our goal. Yeah. Susan, so you're a graduate of this school. You're at Carmel Catholic High School. Why did you get involved? Why was this important to you? Um, I think it was most important to me because I had such an amazing experience at St. Bede, and I had a difficult eighth grade year with COVID coming because I graduated in 2020. Oh. And I think my little brother's in seventh grade right now, and he is definitely at risk for losing his eighth grade year too and I think it was difficult to see his emotions toward that and I think I I made the GoFundMe in the car at the Carmel parking lot (laughs) (laughs) and I posted it and then I didn't say anything and I kept it to myself and kind of like hesitated and wasn't like for sure on it and didn't know what I was getting myself into and then it was found by another parent and my mom was like, there's a GoFundMe? And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I made it. <laughs> and it was totally like a oops moment. And then it got a ton, a ton of positive support. And now it's where it is. But it's, like, shocking to me that something I did in a parking lot that I thought I was an idiot for <laughs> has raised a bunch of money. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was um, – I was on a group text with some families who were concerned – you know, what are we doing? What are we, what can we do now? We had 44 days from when it was presented to us to raise $400,000. And we knew we, every hour counted, every hour counts. All of a sudden I get a message. Oh, we have a GoFundMe page. And I said, Oh, that's news to me. (laughs) And they said, started none other than Susan Litsky. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I don't want to complicate things. Like I don't want to get in the way. What should we do? And then immediately the, the people on this chat were like, this is great. This is like, look what she wrote. Look at her testimony here. This is meaningful. We're getting behind this. Here we have the 17-year-old um, kid who's taking initiative and doing something. Um, and I said, okay, let's, let's go with it. Let's try to, let's get the school behind this and come together. And that's exactly what we did. I sent a message um, to the administration. I said, what? I don't want, we don't want to complicate things, but how can we all get in this together? And they said, let's join forces. St. Pete School um, was added as a co-host and we're able to upload all of our donations that are coming in in person, which has also been incredible. Uh, People are coming in to the school and the rectory and dropping off checks. um, And we're able to upload those all as offline donations on our GoFundMe site. So with a click of a button, you can see exactly where we are. It's been sort of a bright light in a, a time of darkness, just to see the people coming together and seeing what they say about St. Bede and, and how it touched them 
it's it's been very motivating and inspirational to see everyone coming together. How, what's that GoFundMe address? You can easily, if you need to remember, stbeadschool.com. Uh, right on the homepage, there's a link to it. Um, if you search Saving St. Bede School GoFundMe, it comes up right away. Uh, we have also websites, uh, fundthefalcons.com. And what's our, I think, uh, save... Save St. Strong. St. Mm. Everything links there directly. So um, we have, have lots of ways. We have a, a St. Bede School Facebook page. Uh, everything right there. Everything's all tied together. So there's multiple ways. Or you can just you can come to our school. We're located on uh, Route 59 and Wilson Road in Ingleside, Illinois. Uh, the schools obviously open. The rectory. Uh, people have been dropping off tax deductible donations. Um, and we get those included in the GoFundMe right away. You know, Father Grizzick, you've kind of moved on. You're at St. James in Arlington Heights, and yet here you are today fighting for this uh, yeah. school. Tell us why. Yeah, well, I spent five years of my life with the families at St. Bede's and St. Peter's, which now makes Our Lady of the Lakes Parish, and they're still part of my family. And so I wanted to come and to try to just let the people who are listening tonight, or today or tonight, wherever this is going to be broadcasted, just to let them know what's happening in our community and to really stand behind it. I mean, I think the people who are hearing this right now, if you went to a Catholic school, how did it shape you? How did it form you? How are you a better person for today from going to that Catholic school? What is your relationship with Christ through that education? And so if the Catholic school education is really motivate you to be who you are today, I want to implore you, you know, really look in your own heart. And if you're able to help, this is a beautiful way to pass it forward. The gifts that were given to you through your Catholic school education, this is a way that you can give it on to the next generation. And so that's really why I'm here, is to really try to encourage people um, to stand behind our Catholic school education, and especially here in the Archdiocese of Chicago. There's no doubt that the entire state of Illinois got rocked when um, Governor Pritzker nixed the tax scholarship program. Um, and that's a whole other show we could do, <laughs> but we'll leave that as it is. But you know, that really took a lot of funding away from all the Catholic schools throughout the Archdiocese of Chicago. Um, there's a number of schools that are, are really getting hit hard with that. But, you know, I think for us here today um, is for us to remember that, you know, we are united, um, the school, the parish, the community, and we're just reaching out to see if people want to join forces with us to really be that guiding light um, in that um, Channel Lakes area, you know, the Fox Lake area, just to be like, hey, we are bringing a, a solid uh, Catholic education to our kids, to the next generation. Um, so just, you know, we, we ask people just to look in the hearts, especially in this Christmas season, um, to see if you're able to really join forces with us to really make sure that we continue not only to get over this uh, difficult uh, hurdle that's been thrown at us, but also to look towards the future. How do we make sure that we can continue to have a good, solid Catholic education for our community? I think in one in response to um, Father Graysick, I'd, I'd just like to make the comment, too, that I think for the church um, to recognize that education is one of the most important ministries that they have in the church, because in um, forming the children, we are building the church going forward. We're planting those seeds that will manifest themselves um, later in life. And that is the future of the church. And I think if uh, the schools go away, 
uh, the detriment to the um, the church itself is going to be great. Um, so I think that in helping these schools, it's not a, we're not only doing the appeal to the kids, the parents of the kids um, who go to St. Bede's, but a general appeal to Catholics to fight for something that we know is intrinsically important to um, the development of faith in this country and really offset, when you take a look at the um, values that are emphasized, it's such a con contrast to what's being presented in the world. It's a hard time for children. Uh, it's a hard time for adults. And uh, to give them that hope that there is something more that there is something better, that there is something we can do, and we get that strength uh, from the God that we are um, connected to. So, I see God working through the group. I was looking at the list. No one's taking this lying down. They're not waiting for money to fall from heaven. Talk a little bit about some of the efforts, small and large, that have been made so far. Right, and just just this morning on my way here, uh, we've had, I had the Parents Association President Miranda Ripley text me and say, hey, I've got a friend at Prince of Peace School in Lake Villa. Um, they're they're going to start a fundraiser for us. They're working on details, um, but they're here to support us. We've had uh, current students, students, uh, an eighth grader and a fourth grader I'm sorry, seventh grade or fourth grade students who took money out of their savings Aww. to put in the GoFundMe. Um, our one of our school moms had a uh, materials for a pole barn, and she said, "You know, we don't we don't need it. We're going to sell it. I'm going to pledge that uh, any any proceeds from this sale uh, will go uh, toward toward the campaign." Um, Yes, yeah. we had. Um, what are the tortillas? With the tamales. <laughs> the tamales. <laughs> tamales, I'll take yes. it. Yes. I'm their food. Okay. Yes. I know. New Year's Eve party here. It was such an incredible moment. When this all um, came out, there was a group of you know families. We just we needed to come together and talk. Everyone was sending texts and emails, but I, we just needed to lean on each other. And so, you know, messages came out. I said, I'll have them at my house. I don't care. Let's do it. <laughs> And we opened up the doors. I had no my we had no idea how many people were coming over. We were bringing chairs. We were moving furniture, and about forty parents showed up at our wow. house last Saturday night. And we just we sat and I said, "What can we do? What can we do? What are these ideas?" And um, Vianney uh, Trujillo uh, has she has five beautiful girls. Uh, I believe three are at St. Bede right now. She stood up and she uh, she was emotional, was crying. She said, I, I don't know what I can do, but I, I can make tamales. <laughs> <laughs> she, said, she said, this is what we can do. I, my family will come together. I think we can maybe make about $2,500 if we do this. We'll make them, we'll sell them, um, but we can do this now. I know it's before Christmas, but I think we have we have time, maybe Friday, Saturday, and we can arrange this. And so she did it she posted it she had um all the information it was it was shared like wildfire and she had to stop taking orders after 120 dozen orders mm. for tamales came wow. through. so we are actually preparing those uh this evening at the school and they <laughs> will be passed out uh saturday uh, by eighth grade students 
Uh, and she hopes to be able to do another one in January too. So, so they pre-ordered yes. and then she makes and them. And so we're making them. What a great way to do it. Yes, this evening with her family and uh, the, the support was unreal. It was wonderful. Um, this should be a movie. Right, I mean, <laughs> it was just such a touching moment because everyone was just like, what could they do immediately? Because that, that's a big um, issue, we have 45 days. So. We want to get, you know, as much visibility out as possible because we know all it takes is one person. Maybe one person listening today is touched by this and can help us out. Or, you know, in the in the press releases we're doing, if we can get articles in the paper, I know we're sharing a ton on social media and that's been um, wonderful to see, but it, it just takes one person. So we're, we're doing everything we can. Um, and you're doing a great there. job. You know, <laughs> There was a dog barking in my neighborhood last night. I live in Grace Lake, mm -hmm. so not too far away. And so I went out looking for the dog because I thought it was a stray. Well, I ran into a neighbor and I said, do you know about St. Pete? Oh, I know all about it. <laughs> <laughs> and his, his child doesn't even go mm -hmm. to St. Pete. I think they one of them might have just graduated from Carmel. He knew all about what was going on mm -hmm. at St. Pete and was really concerned. Oh, they have a GoFundMe page. Mm -hmm. Yes, right. I know that too. <laughs> right. Yeah, and that's what's been touching. I had, um, I also went to St. Pete school and I went to Carmel and I had a friend reach out. Her, her son's at St. Gilbert's. Uh, and she said, you know, we hear we heard about what's going on. I know that uh, Susan goes to Carmel. Do you think Carmel can maybe help us? Can we can we use that um, to also help get the word out? And so she took it upon herself to to reach out to Carmel and to share the story and see what they can do. And then Carmel's reaching out to Mrs. Strutzel, and it's it's just this big. So was circle. Carmel receptive? They were wonderful. They were isn't wonderful. This, this is what being Catholic is all yeah. about, right. isn't it? And we're really feeling that sense of community, uh, um, especially with schools that are close to us that, you know, might benefit <laughs> from a school closing mm -hmm. because it would bring their enrollment up. Um, it's just so selfless to see them sharing and putting the word out and getting these schools. These schools, Prince of Peace shared our page. Prince of Peace School shared you know, our our campaign, um, Our Lady of Humility School in Beach Park, they're doing a bake sale for us. I know St. Patrick's School in Wadsworth is also um, this is in magnificent. the works. It, it is. is. It's, it really, if you had to look for the silver lining in this situation, um, this the sense of community among um, the Catholic school community is just wonderful. Father Grissom, you were talking before the show a little bit about Our Lady of Guadalupe and why, why you thought that it was a sign yeah, that this happened on that day. Yeah, so before I went to the seminary, I used to have my own company. I used to organize religious pilgrimages, and um, <clears throat> I went down to the Shrine of Our Lady Guadalupe many, many times for her feast day. Very, very moving experience to be with a million people and celebrating Mass and bringing um, our roses to our Blessed Mother down there. It was just uh, amazing. And I know when I was at Beads, I was the associate pastor there. Um, it was This was actually a year ago. And uh, I was like, you know, I want to preach on Our Lady of Guadalupe. Could you please bring the image of Our Lady of Guadalupe from the school? And they said, we don't have one. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so one of our, um, one of our, who's a Sylvia in the front desk yeah. area, she, uh, she's like, well, I have an image. Would you like me to bring it? And I said, absolutely. So I brought it to the front of the church, and I preached on the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe a year ago. And I was able to use the image in, in my homily and everything. And I, afterwards, I said, we have to get our own image of Our Lady of Guadalupe. 
So I got one from Mexico City, and one of our parishioners was very generous in donating for the framing. That was more expensive than the, yes. the print itself. <laughs> yeah. And um, when we got it, when it was delivered to St. Bede's, it was huge. I was like, this is a lot bigger than I thought it was. Supposed to be. It was really meant to be inside of a church. I thought we were just going to put it in the school. And um, Father George, our pastor, he, he came by, and I said, you know, this is a beautiful, beautiful image of our Lake Guadalupe, but I think it would be better in the church. And he said, okay. And we're like, God bless. This is like the doors go. were opening. So we waited for the next Marian feast day within the liturgical calendar, which was the Feast of the Annunciation this year of 2023. And we did a procession. We invited all the families to come with us to bring roses. And we were going to do procession from St. Pete's School into the church. And it was amazing. It was amazing to see how many people participated, how many people brought roses. We actually ran out of vases to put the roses in. It was wow. it was really, really beautiful. And we put Our Lady up in this very special place in the sanctuary, and she has, uh, it's almost like she's looking over the parish, and she's looking over the school, and she's putting her mantle over all of us. And for this news to be given to us from the Archdiocese of Chicago, thank you, Archdiocese of Chicago, on the Feast of Our Lady Guadalupe, there's something about it. I think Our Lady is going to really touch someone's heart that's listening today. If you have a devotion to Our Lady Guadalupe, maybe Our Lady is calling you to help us, to, to help save the Catholic school education up in the Fox Lake area. Um, so really, we're really turning to Our Lady. We're imploring her to intercede for her, you know, before her son in heaven, before his heavenly throne, to intercede so that we can really come together as a community to um, make sure that St. Bede's is going to be that, that, that beacon of light in, uh, in the Fox Lake area. And didn't she say, what was her message, Father, for those who don't know? So Our Lady appeared to St. Juan Diego in 1531, and she asked St. Juan Diego uh, to have a chapel built on this hill. It was called Tepeyac. And Juan Diego was just a peasant. He's like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> you know, this is this mammoth task, this big thing. How am I going to come up with the money with it? She's like, go to the bishop and tell him this is what I want. He goes to the bishop, and the bishop says, hmm, how am I supposed to believe you? He says, I want a sign. I want to see Castilian roses. So this is in the mid middle of winter in, in Mexico. Castilian roses were actually from a region in Spain. It wasn't even um, from Mexico at all. And the bishop was from Spain that was in that particular area. And on the following apparition, Our Lady had all these Castilian roses waiting for him. And so she picked the roses, and she placed them in St. Juan Diego's Tilma, and she folded up and she said, do not show this to anybody until you see the bishop. So we went back down to the bishop and he unfurled his tilma and all these beautiful roses came out. But what happened was Our Lady's image, how she appeared to St. Juan Diego, was imprinted onto his tilma itself. So if you've never heard the story, it's a beautiful uh, it's a beautiful story to see how Our Lady left the love that she had for St. Juan Diego, but for all the people in Mexico, and for all of us in North America, she's the patroness of North America, um, and she left it on his tilma. And so that miraculous image is in Mexico City even today. But for many people who are maybe a Latino or Latina uh, descent, Hispanic descent, they know who Our Lady Guadalupe is. It's part of the culture. And uh, I've been touched by Our Lady Guadalupe, and I think that there's, some, there's a connection here because this was the day that the Archdiocese dropped this on us. And you were mentioning what percentage of your students right now? I think it's close to 40%. 
Yeah, forty percent. So there you go. And a lot of them were heavily dependent upon that tax scholarship to be able to attend the school. And so for that to be taken away, that's where the archdiocese is saying, "Look, we don't have that money anymore. You've got to come up with this goal." But in this goal, what I was so I didn't realize in this goal, and you were saying that this goal will cover both the debt to the parish and it will take you through the following year to replace that tax credit money? I know. The debt from this year yeah, and then uh, take us through next year without having to incur any debt. Oh. The Arch has committed to giving us $50,000 next year uh, if we are able to um, reopen. So, so any sustainability issues that someone might have when they're giving this money, let's talk a little bit about that. So it solves two problems. What are the two? One is that it will take you through a whole nother year to continue to fundraise. And it gives the promise of continuation beyond that year. Uh, let's face it, we can't, this can't be a one and done. Um, we have to look to the future of this school, and that means money, and where are we going to get that money? Schools, for example, example like Blessed Trinity in, in Waukegan, have donors who came forth and made a an agreement to um, su substantial donations for 10 years. And that would allow the school to build and get off its feet to establish its you know, donor base and that type of thing. So uh, ideally, we would love to get that type of donor for the, our school. But um, if not, if we can get money that exceeds the, the 400,000 that we need, and get things like the promise of that property sale and those types of um, things. Cumulative effect of that would be a s sustainability for at least, you know, if we could get five years beyond next year and then we have a chance to build our own um, endowment um, and uh, make be much better use of um, grants and uh, foundation money than we've done in the past. Yeah, so you're gonna restructure a little bit mm -hmm. in the fundraising side. But you also mentioned earlier, if, if a listener is saying, oh, if I gave them $10,000 and they didn't make the goal, what would happen? So what would happen? Uh, we have a promise that we will return, any money requested will be returned um, to the uh, donor. So if we are not able to achieve our goal um, and we are keeping our, keeping records with uh, contact information so to make sure that when you make your donation there is an address or something to, uh, so we can make contact with the donor and we're able to return the money. Yes, so there's no risk. So right. we're coming up on 30 minutes, but and we didn't take a break because I was so spellbound <laughs> by everything that was going on here. Let's do closing arguments. Okay, so who wants to be the first one? If you're, if you're just tuning in, we have a situation with St. Bede if someone wants to summarize it quickly and then tell us why the listeners should help. Go for it, Tina. All right, we have 194 students uh, at St. Bede School right now. They are a wonderful, a wonderful community with wonderful families um, attached to them. And we don't, we don't want to close the doors to them. We want to keep them here and we want to keep spreading the love and spreading the message of uh, how important a Catholic education is. We want to give them that opportunity. So any little bit will help. $5 and $5 and $5 adds up. Uh, so any any little bit, uh, once again, it is tax deductible. Um, if we do not hit our goal of $400,000 by January 26, we are uh, refunding the money. So uh, any any little bit would, would greatly help us. 
Yep, and as talking about our Le Guadalupe, I think I'm just going to be inspired to get a whole bunch of roses, put them in my cassock. I'm going to go down and see Cardinal Supich, and I'm just going <laughs> to throw them in his lap. <laughs> oh, he could never say no to that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he might kick me out. <laughs> Please, a little more time. Susan, what do you say? Um, I think St. Bede's a, a big family, and we all, it's amazing how everybody's really come together and just been supporting each other and I think it shows that St. Beat isn't done yet and we're still fighting for the education and for the for the for the faith and for each other um, and I think if this doesn't show how much we've raised in less than 10 days if that doesn't show um, a family that St. Beat is and I don't know what does. Yeah and what was that amount what are we up to right now? We actually I've been checking as we've been recording and we're up to uh, $120,599. That's, That's fantastic. And that was all raised in a matter of what eight days? Yeah. Yes and it was 111 donations yeah. so far. That's yep. magnificent. But we still need your help if you're yes. listening we, we desperately need to uh to make that goal um, and that's why we're on the radio here and we're so thankful that WSFI was able to open up the doors for us to come out and to make this plea public and to uh, just to really you know really to reach out to those who have been touched uh, by the Catholic school education and so this is a way that you can pass it forward to really uh, step in to help uh, to help save St. Bede's and for it to be that continued beacon of light mm -hmm. up in the Fox Lake area. So you mentioned there's, a, what did it say, 192 students? Yeah, 194, I believe. 194 students, and you need to raise 400,000. I'm just thinking maybe someone wants to sponsor a student. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. Yep. So, Father, do you, would you like to do a closing prayer, or is there anything else anyone wants to say before we... Anybody else? All right. Well, first and foremost, I just want to thank you for listening and to, um, you know, maybe even considering um, jumping on board and joining forces with us to save St. Bede's School. Um, but let me offer a blessing for all of us right now. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the great gift of our faith. We give you thanks for the gift of WSFI to be able to continue to evangelize the entire Archdiocese of Chicago and beyond, uh, to be able to touch the hearts of the faithful, to bring people closer to you. And Lord, we ask that you touch the hearts of those or your listeners to join forces with us to help St. Bede School. May Almighty God bless all of us in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. This has been WSFI Spotlight. For more information on this or any other program, email info at wsfiradio.org.